Hello and welcome to 20 Cent Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. Today, a packaging needs to be sustainable, and this means many different things. Reuse, recycle, compost, circularity, etc. But there is also another major trend in the packaging industry, which focuses on digitalization. So what does it imply? Concretely, what applications and achievements are made today? To discuss this digitalization, I invited Greet van Oppen, strategy and design leader at Becoming Belgium. Here's our chat. Hello, Greet. Welcome to the show. Hello, Vincent. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, a bit of a cold, but my voice is still there, so it's fine. Uh, we're going to chat today about digital packaging, which is quite a, an interesting topic in which you are uh, familiar, uh, I hope. Absolutely. <laughs> A bit, uh, a bit. A little yes. bit. Okay, that's good. Uh-huh. Um, well, we, we all know about uh, all sustainability and everything now, uh, the trends coming up in the packaging industry, but today digitalization is what we want to, to focus on in this episode. Perhaps to start, uh, you can help us determine what do we mean uh, with digital packaging and what are the different use that we can have with it? Okay, when we um, uh, talk about uh, digital technology into packaging, uh, it's really about by adding value to the to the packaging, and you know uh, already producers of uh, um, brands and producers of products they already uh, use this type of technology in the supply chain part. So in order to to uh, enhance the flow and uh, share data between product processes and and production, but more and more. A smart connected packagings are used also towards the consumers. And that is uh, on the one hand to enhance or to create a richer experience for a consumer, thanks to this smart connected packaging. And on the other hand, brands are using it also more and more to capture data from consumers to get back to them and to have all kinds of uh, information linked to the use of the product, uh, etc. But I think what is uh, mostly important um, for us in this in this topic is I want to stress about uh, how to uh, is the con- the consumer oriented part and um, how uh, smart connected packaging can enrich really the brand experience for uh, for a cons- for a consumer and uh, you have to you have to um, understand that it's really about bringing uh, extra content virtual contact content in into the reality um, so in a, in, a, in a meaningful way and this linked with the packaging so um, you know packaging is something that a consumer uses handles takes at home um, and interacts with in a, in, an, in an, an interesting way that can be used for um, this uh, for this uh, with this dig- digital uh, technologies um, and uh, so we could say that the packaging is a perfect vehicle for this type of uh, of technologies. But what does that mean, really, an enriched experience? So it is about, uh, for instance, giving more information on on uh, on a specific uh, product, on uh, specific ingredients, on the origins uh, of specific ingredients, or it's also uh, to enhance to make information more accessible uh, more easily accessible for some consumers um, it can also be done for uh, entertainment purposes for instance so you could for instance imagine uh, a pack of uh, cereals on the breakfast table where kids when kids are eating their breakfast and then you have a, a little game 
which is uh, shown on the on the pack. And uh, once you scan it with your smartphone or with a or with a tablet, you have this uh, uh, a little uh, a little figurine who is uh, jumping on the table, and you can interact with it. Um, and this also stimulating kids to have. Uh, uh, more uh, a more engagement and more link and stimulate them to have a, a, a their uh, their their breakfast. So this is the the entertainment uh, part, um, and it can also be for uh, um, for education purposes or for the how to use uh, a kind of a, a product or uh, um, for after purchase um, uh, services. Uh, if you uh, you perhaps uh, for sure know um, the. Um, the uh, the application that uh, IKEA has, uh, where you can uh, after purchase you can scan uh, your your pack and there is uh, thanks to that application, it helps you to assemble and so you can have it really in your living room and it shows you it makes you um, um, it it guides you through your assembly process for your for your furniture, or another one that uh, IKEA has is before you want to uh, purchase your uh, a seat or whatever, uh, thanks to another application, uh, an app that they have developed, you can uh, already place um, <clears throat> the one in your living room, and you can uh, you can uh, you can show uh, um, whether you want a green or a red one or, or whatever. So, it it um, it helps you to get extra information to enrich really the experience. That you have with a product and the brand behind, uh, of course, and um, well, it it um, it gets uh, it gets you to get um, it develops a stronger connection uh, with the brand, and I think it's really something that um, nowadays consumers are more and more looking for for those kind of things, and um, adding uh, technology has to have a purpose, a real uh, pragmatic. Um, um, contribution to bring to their daily daily life, and they expect it more and more from uh, from brands uh, than uh, than ever before. And these kind of technologies, like augmented reality, can uh, can really can really help them. Okay, uh, it is kind of uh, annoying though that my uh, kid would have to take his. Uh tablet or phone during the breakfast table, uh, especially when we say no screen at the table, please. Okay. Um, but uh, no, but I do understand that then it helps for uh, more information towards the consumer, uh, for traceability, uh, education, or, or help with manuals, as you just give the mm -hmm. example of, of the IKEA uh, app. Um, do you have any other example that comes to mind that you think like this was really... Uh, a great interaction between consumer and brand that actually enhanced the brand experience for the consumer. Uh, yes, absolutely. I have a, I have a couple of uh, um, examples for you. Uh, one um, of which is already a, quite an old one, but still is very uh, pertinent. Uh, one is um, the one I don't know whether you know the nineteen crimes wines. Yes, you know them. Uh, so, and you know about um, uh, how uh, how they use augmented reality to enhance the brand experience? No, I tasted the wine actually. You tasted, yeah, it's a, it's a moderate wine. Exactly, I was <laughs> about to say it's not an <laughs> exceptional. It's okay. It's not it's okay. Yeah. So what did they do? So they were the first ones to uh, to um, to thanks to uh, augmented reality. Um, they what they did this they really brought their uh, the bottle labels uh, really uh, come alive and you have to know what is the story behind the 19 crimes wine so it's an Australian wine and you know it's about uh, in uh, in the early days um, criminals were sent 
to Australia. Yes. So you were expelled from the European continent. And uh, in fact, it's around that uh, historic uh, fact that um, the brand has been uh, constructed. So they, uh, and it's really uh, um, their positioning. And then they uh, developed uh, lots of um, different uh, wines and they all had a different character. So and what happens when you scan the bottle is that the, the character on the label comes to life and, and, uh, and talks about his crime. And uh, so at that time, I think it's already something uh, that has been developed like five years ago. It was really uh, in Australia, it was, it was really well, amazing, all the reactions. Uh, it had the buzz it created. Uh, people were taking bottles at home. So you're, you were entertaining your guests uh, thanks, to these, uh, thanks to these bottles. There was a lot of feature on television, um, uh, PR. Uh, around it so and um, there were figures afterwards that it really boosted the sales of these uh, wines you have to know that these wines are available in Belgian retailers but they don't communicate about this application but it's still it's still online it's still, still active okay. it's still it's still active but you need to to download uh, an app uh, for that okay and uh, you have to know it's not always uh, necessary to have a specific app to get an augmented reality experience because sometimes consumers are a bit reluctant to have another app, another app, and another app to have uh, different uh, different experiences. So uh, you also can have um, web-enabled um, experiences. So this means you just uh, take your phone, uh, you, uh, you scan um, the pack or a QR code because that's more and more uh, since COVID is more... Uh, um, widespread more, and known. Widespread, yes, and known. Um, and then it's uh, via your camera um, that uh, it's uh, it's activated, uh, um, and you get a certain a certain experience without having to download an app, and also without having to uh, give um, data towards uh, towards well, the brands. Yeah. Uh, so that is uh, that is something. Um, another example. And that was my first, um, my first contact, in fact, with uh, um, uh, the added value of um, um, augmented reality related to PEX is Arla. Uh, Arla uh, in the Nordics in Scandinavia, so it's a dairy, um, a dairy brand. They uh, in the beginning they used it, um, so they had this little uh, kitten on uh, on their milk packs. And um, uh, thanks to a tablet or a scan uh, by uh, by a uh, um, smartphone, so the little kitty started to walk on the table and uh, to drink milk. So it, it was in order to stimulate children to have their milk. So that was the first first thing. But you have to know that nowadays it is um, um, a complete program that uh, Arla developed, and now they have. Uh, um, uh, a whole a whole world created with recycling bodies. So it's not only about having this little game and stimulating kids to have their milk, but it's also about um, educating young children uh, as from early age um, to talk about um, packaging, packaging waste, recycling, sustainability. So they built a whole uh, world and a whole uh, educational program around it which uh, for kids to, uh, on the other hand, uh, on the one hand, recycle packaging and do funny, make funny things with it. And on the other hand, uh, learn about uh, pack materials and how to recycle, etc., etc. So it's really a, 
uh, it's really a, a real good example of the use of augmented reality. Yeah? And it, uh, it develops and it evolves uh, in time. So it's, they keep on building upon it. Um, so it's like for the, for the, the children, it's um, yeah, a virtual uh, accompaniment uh, in, in their formation. Uh, um, thanks to uh, thanks to Arla, so uh, I think it's uh, that's a really good uh, a really good uh, example. So yeah, I need quite a good example that is not just a yeah. gimmick, uh, but, no. but also educational in in yeah. that in that regard. And, will, if, yeah, go ahead. If you don't mind, I will go to because these are examples uh, uh, for abroad. Yeah. We have uh, some examples in Belgium also. Ah, good. Um, uh, the first experience we um, uh, created ourselves, and this is really a very pragmatic and uh, um, uh, pertinent uh, example. Um, you know, uh, some uh, lots of times as a marketeer, you have to, or lots of times, sometimes you have a, a redesign uh, from your packaging uh, that is uh, uh, that is uh, being developed. And you want to, to announce that to your consumers in order for them to find again their products in the shelf uh, afterwards. Um, and we had um, a pilot project uh, developed for a brand that was going to go for a very disruptive uh, design uh, change. And instead of having on the actual pack uh, this uh, sticker, uh, uh, um, new design soon to come, um, we, uh, um, we uh, adapted, so we uh, implemented uh, a kind of a, a token, um, so discover a new design here. And that was with an augmented reality application where just web-based also, no registration, no app, just scan. Uh, and then uh, you could see uh, the pack transforming, the actual pack transforming to uh, the new one and scroll and see the full range um, that, was going, uh, that was going to come. That's a really easy one. It's a pertinent one for, for a lots of marketeers and uh, not that expensive uh, either to, to do so. And then uh, the another one more recent is um, the one we developed for a Belgian retailer who is uh, very much about local for local and uh, proximity um, of uh, their suppliers mm -hmm. uh, for which we uh, developed um, this uh, application where you could, as a consumer, you could actually, thanks to the, uh, via the packaging and scanning the pack and a code on the pack, you could actually visit uh, the local producers uh, in their um, environment. And that was, um, you scanned the pack um, and then you could place a virtual portal into your living room. You entered and you could look around and visit. Uh, you could uh, hear and smell the cows even <laughs> or, uh, or, uh, or pick the tomatoes yourself. Um, so, and that was really an, uh, an really interesting um, experience and what it did is really it enhances the um the 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 the, the authenticity so much uh you, you can always say okay yeah you can have photos or, or videos about uh, these are our producers but this is really um you have to you have to experience it it, it really gives you an extra um an extra dimension uh, towards um, the credibility also of uh, uh, of uh, of these uh, marketing uh, stories, often uh, told. And, so and these are kind of the examples. Uh, uh, those are those are actually quite quite interesting example. And you just mentioned well, that that they're not too costly. Uh, I was I was actually wondering that 
of course, this is a question that every marketer is going to, to mm -hmm. wonder. Is it difficult to implement? And, and is it really going to cost me my entire marketing budget or a, or a new uh, aircraft carrier? Or... <laughs> no. no, 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 no. What, what is costly yes, uh, compared to what? Huh? So you have to, to see where does it come into uh, your whole oh, communication uh, uh, yeah. plan but it's uh, absolutely not uh, uh, not that not costly and it's it's uh, rather easy to to implement of course you have to rely on um, um, digital savvy <laughs> persons I, yeah. who, who are uh, so you have really um, and you have a lot of startups um, so we we work together with uh, partners expert partners for those kind of things so they really and uh, they're really um, um, very strong in developing and they're uh, in these these uh, these uh, rich uh, experiences. Um, so the, I think the most difficult uh, part is um, understanding what what is what it, does it mean uh, to to have an uh, an enriched an, an experience to have a pertinent experience. I think for the marketeer, it's more that to 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 look upon. So what is of relevance for my consumer and what is the pertinent story or what is a uh, um, an, an enhanced experience or a nice experience to to give to my consumer which makes sense which uh, adds something to his life which gives me a, a better connection uh, um, and a higher engagement with my brand uh, uh, which helps also to to um, to create more um, uh, because they share more awareness and notoriety for my brand because uh, they they want to really share their experience with uh, with others i think that is much more difficult than the uh, than uh, uh, applying or developing uh, these kind of experiences it's a question of good brief good content and uh, the the good uh, good technical uh, digital uh, experts okay um, if you cost wise the, the the example that i gave you for uh, uh, the the pack change if you say i want to uh, um, announce a design uh, change you could say i can uh, i can i can give you some numbers if uh, oh, 15k then okay. 15 yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. No, then, then you're already there and um, of course, you have to create a bit your, your content also, which is not so so difficult. Mm -hmm. But then once you go and, and build a whole world uh, and a whole experience around the pack, then you can go from times five to... It depends on the experience that you had. Yeah, For instance, yeah. uh, there is this example of uh, Desperados. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Desperados, who is uh, very into uh, 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 sponsoring uh, urban artists. Yeah. And um, so they had uh, a couple of years ago uh, and uh, they had this uh, uh, real great uh, uh, experience that they developed uh, where the um, bottle was actually your entry tickets for your consumers to enter and follow uh, urban artists in their creative uh, uh, in their creative process. Mm -hmm. um, and um, they also had at one time um, an artist uh, creating um urban is urban art style but then in the virtual uh, in a virtual world which uh, you could uh, you could visit and could uh, participate uh, thanks to on the one hand a bottle and on the other hand uh, an, a launch uh, event that was uh, organized in paris uh, okay. for this kind of uh, of experience so but then you talk other figures and then you have other but, figures uh, <laughs> 
Yes. So, so basically, it really depends on what do you want to achieve, and 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 it can be very easy, as it can be, of course, like the aircraft yeah. carrier that we just mentioned. And I think what is what is um what is perhaps um interesting to to underline is that those things that make most sense for a consumer are less expensive than those things that are much more like we have to have a wow effect or it's uh, like yeah. this big event with a big show that we're doing or or oh, we, we want to do a gamification is much more expensive than do these things that consumers are really waiting for brands to give them as extra uh, information, education uh, or whatever. And and uh, to, to continue to be a, a little bit of this, this naughty uh, devil's advocate, I, I was wondering, does the consumer really like actually do it a lot uh, using this packaging, or does he do it once and that's it? And does he do it does he do it at home? Does he do it in store just to try? Um, well, as it's not or that much available in Belgium yet, <laughs> it's difficult to say about uh, uh, how people how people use it. But it's uh, again, it's related with the the relevance, uh, the the pertinence of of what you what you're adding. Um, and um, um, it really needs to be something uh, something uh, extra for you. So it's about the information. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that the the application of I IKEA, which is really useful, that you use it uh, yeah. at at home. Um, uh, the one I mentioned for uh, the, the furniture to uh, to test before yeah. you buy it, you do it in the shop. Um, in um, for in in um, just in a supermarket, um, you you could you could say um, that um, that you could scan a packaging to see uh, if you need more information. If you're really keen on uh, knowing whether there are allergens um, that you mm -hmm. need to avoid, um, that could be the case in in a shop. But as I said, it's not that much, uh, not not uh, much um, applied yet. Uh, mm -hmm. in Belgium uh, on the products so uh, it's difficult is difficult to say but if I want if I make a link to the sustainability again and because packaging is also about packaging waste etc so Obviously. don't forget that but this technology can also uh, help quite a lot uh, uh, just imagine that you just uh, you can scan your pack and then it tells you which parts you can recycle and how to recycle, which is technology that exists. It's just a question of somebody starting to do it. Um, so, but so yeah. that could be, uh, and and that, that could be of interest because it could it could, as you just mentioned, improve uh, uh, knowledge when it comes to recycling and uh, education. Um, I also expect education when it comes to uh, uh, better nutrition and better uh, uh, health uh, and better food. Um, does it also, that's the question that every marketer is going to ask, does it improve sales uh, a lot? Or uh, because you mentioned 19 trams earlier to, uh, in this episode, mm -hmm. that one was creating a buzz and I expect an improvement in sales. Mm -hmm. For the cases that you know, sales, big boost or no big boost? Well, the, um, you have to know uh, what is the objective uh, of, of adding this uh, extra experience. It's the, the first objective, of course, in the end, it's all about increasing sales. But the first objective is not, is not really that. The first objective is really to, to, to better connect uh, yeah. uh, with, uh, with, 
uh, your consumers with, with, with your brand and to, to enhance that connection, to, to engage them further and to hope that thanks to what you bring as an extra, that they will share it, that it will go viral or whatever. And, and indirect, uh, it will be, um, other people will, will become curious. Uh, they are interested. They want to try, uh, perhaps, and and let's let's hope that they can that they will buy uh, uh, as well. So, but it's I can't say immediately. If you, for instance, the example I have on the on the packaging change, the objective is not to increase sales. Yeah, the objective is, is to okay not to lose consumers when you uh, do a disruptive redesign. Um, so it's not the direct uh, uh, objective, but. In the end, it's uh, a better a better uh, connection with the brands means uh, more sales. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> as uh, well, we were coming to the end, but I still have one one final question. Um, yes. If you have any final recommendation for any marketer or brand manager or, mm. or even a retailer, because they also have their private label, uh, any one of them who needs to review a product packaging today. Uh, what would be your your best advice or final advice that that you could give them? Um, I would really recommend to them to um, to uh, not underestimate the role that a, a packaging can uh, can play in consumers' lives. And I know it's mostly it's not always seen as the uh, vehicle to enhance and to strengthen your brand experience. But thanks to these new digital technologies you can you can do so and don't underestimate consumer expectations um, I think brands are now too much thinking oh it's for gamification uh, it's to 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 have a bit of fun no um, they have to um, really according to me I should uh, invite them to dig into um, these new technologies and to test because the threshold for testing is not that high and um, um, I really think uh, it adds value for consumers. They are waiting for it. And it opens a new, an extra uh, touch point uh, in your whole uh, communication uh, plan. And I think, uh, no, I'm, I'm, const I'm, I'm sure that packaging is an ideal vehicle uh, to do this, um, to add this experience and over and over because you take it at home and you can share with others, um, etc. All right. Well, uh, thank you for this uh, fantastic last piece of advice. Um, we, we could talk about packaging all day, especially about the digitalization. Uh, and, the, the, and sustainability. And sustainability and, and so on <laughs> and so absolutely. on. Uh, sadly, we are limited in time and uh, I'm going to have to, to conclude at some point. So great. Uh, once again, thank you for being here uh, today and I hope to talk to you soon. You're welcome and thank you and talk to you soon, Vincent. And that's it for today. As mentioned, I posted the link to some digital realizations of the company on the website 20centretail.com, which you can also visit to check out more retail stories. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, have a great retail time and thank you for listening.